Hey, Breck. Henry. I apologize for the little echo today, but uh, you know what, man? We're shopping it up. We are shopping it. We are in the uh, shop the size of a average American's home. Well, that's not true. But 1900 the cool, the cool feet. thing is, is like we've never shopped it up. And when we were doing garage recordings, I was a little jealous. And I was like, man, I want to do that. Yeah, I'm happy you invited me into your shop today. Thanks, man. Thanks to be here. This is Shop Talk. Shop Talk. Um, also today, Cinco de Mayo, baby. Dude, raise your Modelo. Raise your, raise your margaritas, your Modelos. This is coming at you super late, um, listener, and I apologize, but here's the thing. We're never timely. We're not a timely crew. Just like our advice, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but we are honoring Cinco de Mayo, drinking our giant cans of Modelo. These are absolutely huge, 24 ounces. Because we figure if you're going to do it, just do it right, ladies and gentlemen. No kidding. It's basically two drinks for the price of one. Exactly. Two for one. I'm, I'm a big fan. What did you have for lunch today? Ooh, you're not going to approve of this. I oh. skipped my lunch. God, dude, you can't skip lunch. What did you have for breakfast? Ooh, that's even worse. I also skipped my breakfast. You probably had coffee like an idiot. Oh, God, I had 32 ounces of coffee. So let me get this straight. You caffeinated like crazy in an empty, in like an, an empty tummy. Yep. Then you skipped food. Mm-hmm. Then you skipped food again. Probably had coffee in there. I only had my one, well, yeah, just my one giant thermos of coffee. So what did you ingest? Well, in honor of Cinco de Mayo, Jill and I made like this nasty large nacho platter. That's what I'm talking about. Dude, the thing must have been four pounds. It Dude, was I'm so jealous. enormous. We had chicken noodle soup. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm, okay, so we've been going through this thing lately where um, people have brought us some food, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. There's a reason for that, my friend. Yeah, I'll get to it. And um, so we're just eating whatever they bring us and then not eating anything else. And the That's of, the point. And the amount of people that want me to eat chicken noodle soup is outstanding. Really? Well, I mean, I feel like chicken noodle, a lot of people have like a signature family chicken noodle soup Correct. recipe. And, and they all like, want you to taste it. They're like, I know how to make this. I can make it in large quantities so you can have it for like two days or three days or whatever. And here you go, mofo. You know what I'm really jacked about? You didn't say... What a lot of other people, pay, like people around here, would say when they're like, "Are you sure you didn't have chicken booyah?" And I'm like, "Number one, never had booyah. I don't care to." I don't know what it is, and I haven't asked because I should with where I live. It's okay. So what they do is apparently you have it in like a kettle that you like you shred the chicken in, and then you take the bones out later or whatever. But they put in like fucking weird shit, like potatoes. And like, I don't think potatoes are that weird. Potatoes and chicken noodle soup is so. Is it like a stew? No, it's it's even clearer than chicken noodle soup. That's why I think it's fucked up. Oh, yeah, I've never had it, but every time I see it, I'm like, "Mm, I'm gonna hard pass it. Sorry, Um, I know I'm losing some uh, listeners, but here's the thing: I'm just not a Buya fan. If you have a Buya, number one, you'd have to give it to me hot. I'm not. If you send it to us, I'm not gonna reheat it. We need it fresh. I'll try it yeah. at whatever temperature. Um, but anyways, uh, the reason that some people bring us some food is because uh, I just uh, we went up to my dad level. 
yeah, my you, wife hooked me up. She's like, I know you want to pump that level up, baby. And, you know, time is short. Yeah, so she just popped one out for you, huh? Yeah, it's a multiplier, dude. So, yeah, that's a big deal. It's not just like a fucking birthday. You yeah. gained a multiplier now. That's what I'm saying. It's not just, that's what I'm saying. Time is short. So what's your uh, dad level up to these days? So I just thought about it. It's pretty gnarly. So how it works is Finn is four. Yep. Aubrey's two, so we're at six. Oh, shit, girl. Dude. And you get the automatic one. Automatic one, so we're at seven times three. Dad level is 21. Dude, your dad level is legally allowed to drink right now. Dude, my dad level is going to get fucking hammered. Dude, in like two years, your dad level is going to get the discount on its auto policy. I can't wait till he can just go you know, rent a car. Your dad level will retire before you will. Well, now I'm depressed. For real. That's real life. That's depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pour one off my homie, being me. I'm never going to catch up to you, ever. Dude, the funny part is you literally can't. No, it'll be impossible. You'll have, you'll just. That multiplier, baby. The multiplier makes a big deal. I'm stuck at two. I'm happy at my two multiplier. We don't know that. Here's the thing. You may be fixed, but you might, you know, start fostering some kids. That's true. And. you know, that is you weird. might find a stray alongside the road. You're like, hey, you, you look like you could play baseball. Why don't you come over here? We need to figure out me, how... Some catch. We need to figure out how fosters play into that because they're, they're not... Full, per- they're full dads. Totally agree with that. Yeah. But do you get to keep that dad level yep. if that foster kid, like, if their parents graduate and, like, you can actually mm-hmm. reunite that family? I think and so. And it's not like... Because, it, like, you are, we're still a father... Or mother to that kid. No, I uh, I actually I, we had we had uh, kind of conversed about this very briefly when we first talked about this. Um, but yeah, like all adoptive and foster parents, it's all about the knowledge you've gained. So yes, love okay. stays. Okay, I'm I get it. The multiplier stays. Mm-hmm. Does the age grow with that child once you're? No, that's the thing. Okay, so if you have because because now you're no longer. Imbuing slash unbuing? I don't know what the options are. Gosh, I would like to hear people's input on this. Dude, hit us up on Twitter. I'm all about fostering kids. And I definitely think dads and moms need credit for doing that because, like, you could have the kid that you love, like, a kid that you love, just like your blood kids, and, and, like, it could literally be taken from you. I think the whole. But you gave that kid a better life for the time that yeah, like that whole it. system's kind of weird. Um, I mean, it's geared. The reason it's designed that way, I think, is to like help rehab the families together and keep the like normal family unit. I hope so. I hope. I hope that there's a very good, wholesome background for it. But either way, I want to know. I want everyone's input on if. The foster child, we guarantee you your multiplier. You get that. But as the foster kid gets old, does that age digit keep increasing, or do you just get to keep its oldest spot? Yeah, that's that's a tough call. I say I say you keep it going. Cause, oh, interesting. Because I like I guess I've never been in this situation. I it'd be really cool to hear some people who were foster parents, but like. I can't imagine not staying in touch with that child or not trying to, at least. You know, you know what's interesting is, yeah, I think that that's a very good point. We should, hey, if you're a foster parent, hit us up. I want to have you on the podcast. 
Yeah, we want to do because, that. Because, number one, I want to know... We've never looked into it, but it's a very intriguing process. And I also want to know, like... The experience. Yeah, like... It seems like a really, like... You're basically breaking up a piece of yourself into this child. That yeah. You, that may or may not ever get back. And yeah, it's mean, not really... That's not really the point of it. You know, you're just... You're just doing something out of the pure kindness of your heart. And I'll be honest, not that many people out these days. No, I think I, I don't know anything about the system, but I have to imagine that like good foster parents are always in high demand. Yeah. So, um, one of, uh, Christine and I's very good friends. Um, they both are basically people that find foster parents to like place Mm. And they're so like, they're like a matchmaker. Yeah. And they're always looking, social worker, um, but they're always looking. We'll to, call them a matchmaker. Looking for foster parents. And they're like, yeah, it's not easy. Like, yeah, I bet. People are very short, like short of doing that kind of stuff just because it's a very tasking process, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I can only imagine what it's like. And to all you foster padres out there. That's what I'm saying, man. But yeah. Keep um, doing your, your shit. Dang right. But yeah, so I had chicken noodle soup on Cinco de Mayo. That's cool. I had nachos and I'm still feeling them. I, do you ever have black olive burps? Yes, and I love it. I actually I appreciate had, it. Oof. Sour cream and black olives give me the black olive burps and definitely had that today. Okay, so tell me about... Okay, so I have my own thing of nachos. Tell me how you make them. Because I think that everybody makes their own nachos way different. Oh, yeah. So, Jula and I started making nachos like this when, like, we first started living together. Like, this was a poor dinner that we did, like, when we had, like, no money, you know? Mm -hmm. But we are in the layered pack, like, the layered guild of nacho makers. Okay. What does that mean? you put down a nice, healthy bottom layer of chips... And then the first layer is basically just meat, beans, and cheese. Refried beans or black beans? Big fans of refried beans. Good, good, so good. So dollops of refried beans. Today, we did venison for our meat. Nice. So we put some ground veni in there, which we had some like diced tomatoes mixed in, taco seasoning and shit like that on there, and then some cheese. Then another layer of chips. Okay. Now this one gets meat, cheese, and beans as well. But this one, you might throw in some salsa for some moisture or some other, like, funky toppings. Okay, okay. Then a third layer of chips, and that one just gets your cold toppings. No, no. Okay, so, okay. Oh, wait. No, just two layers. I was just like, don't you, cheese, don't you bake it? Then throw that bitch in the oven. Thank for God. I all was of so the, worried sorry, about you. All of the hot ingredients are already hot, though. So we're only, like, in the oven for five or ten minutes. Mm-hmm. We've put that thing at 450. Just to crisp her up. On the convection mode, so that I, fan I, is going. Yep, I broil it up, basically. Yep, yep, yep. It gets hot, cheese melts, and then it's lettuce, tomatoes, sour cream, guac. black olives. Um, we're not a big guac. I love guac, but Jill's not the biggest fan. What? Yeah. I'm going to um, have to talk to her. So anyways, then the cold shit goes on top. And basically what it ends up being is amount of nachos that like the outside you can eat like chips and nachos yeah but once you get to the center you got to use a fork that's fine because the chips are soggy dude good that's how i do it sounds like we're pretty similar that's almost exactly how i do it um except for i've gotten so into number one guac gotta gotta have it um 
Number two, Costco sells this queso. That, oh, the white queso. Yeah, that dude, I would, that I would is fight a man over. So this that's is very always like, that's always in my fridge. So you, you, I put that in before the broil because it like gets like a brown edge on it. Oh man, it's good. So yeah, good. this is like very. That stuff is amazing. I'm not gonna. Look, I'm not gonna say it's healthy. It but tastes just like the shit you get in the Mexican restaurants. Dude, it is so good. Oh, man, I'm, I'm happy to hear that soon. But I'm still. You. I ate way too much because I made a giant platter. The kids had that for dinner though too. Did they eat it? Um, Jack destroyed it. That kid, dude, is such a good eater. Um, I'm gonna just come here with him, Addie. I made the mistake of putting lettuce on hers, and she said, "I don't like salad." <laughs> and oh like, man! And I'm like, Addie, it's just lettuce. If you don't like it, just push it to the side. There's very little on. And like, I had to help her push the lettuce to the side, and I gave her a bite, and it had one strand of lettuce on it, and she started chewing it. She's like, mm, "I don't like lettuce," and she does not like lettuce. So you're basically like, well, we might as well throw this out. She ended up eating a decent amount of it, but... Oh, man. Well, okay, so there's more to it. So, kids, after daycare. Yeah. What's the snack plan when you pick up from daycare? Well, I pick up at like 4.30 if I'm picking up. So we're going straight to dinner as soon as we get home. Okay, so my kids require a snack in the car. Oh, God. I, I only live 10 minutes from daycare. That's so funny. So, like, today, I did not check my snack inventory in my car before I left home. Messed up, dude. So, we got in there, and Addie asked for a snack, and I always try to say, why don't we wait till dinner? We're going to have dinner in, like, an hour and a half. Let's just go home. And she's like, I want a snack. I'm like, all right, whatever. You're obviously hungry. You're growing. We'll get get you a snack. So, I open up my center console, my snack drawer in my car, and I found one applesauce. That went to Jack, obviously. And the only other thing in there was a protein bar that I use for, like, when I'm starving. Yeah. It had, like, 24 grams of protein in it. Oh, just dude, this, like, giant chocolate peanut butter protein bar. Dude, she's looking to bulk She ate up. the entire thing. She's looking to bulk, baby. It was... She loved it. So that's good. probably part of the reason why she didn't eat all of her nachos because she's a 27-pound girl that just ate God. like her body weight in grams of protein. That's awesome, dude. On the way home. I hope so. she gets fucking ripped. Dude, that'd guess, be great. Would that block her up, do you think? No, not at all. Okay. It's not protein works. I, I try I to consume one gram one and a half times per pound of my body weight every day. I'm trying to ingest well over 200 grams of protein every day. Well over. So, no, no. She's good, man. Don't worry about that. I don't have time to count my protein intake. Hey, man, if you you want them gains or if you just want to maintain some things, you got to protein up, dude. Especially if it's Cinco de Mayo. I feel you. Hence another chicken noodle soup thing, which is perfect for me. Uh, Jill made a frozen treat for you that I brought tonight. Oh, dude. I know what it is. And, dude, shout out. I'm so jacked. Yeah, we, so it's lasagna, so everyone knows. I'm so pumped. And um, she had extra ingredients, so she made like a little 8x8 one for us the night that she built that. You're going to love it. Dude, I'm so jacked. It's just, lasagna's just so good. Dude, if someone's like, you know, I'm not a lasagna fan, I'm like, are you not an oxygen fan? You don't like breathing air? 
Do you hate sunlight too? Yeah. Do you just live in a hole? Are you a vampire? You know, like, dude, seriously. Lasagna is life. I'll fight someone. Yeah. That's how so, I feel for real. You've got a lasagna in there dude, for you. So jacked. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what started the whole like. If you have a kid, let's bring you a meal thing. But I'm a big fan of them. Well, I think it's just like a customary gesture. Basically, you say, well, that could be, yeah. You say, hey, congratulations. I know you're going to have your hands full. Oh, and like and here's this, making dinners. You know what? Let's dive into that a little bit. Yeah. Because I've got some theories that just popped in here, and I I think we might be on to something. Well, hold on now. Okay, man. Hear me out. Yeah, dude. So people have been making babies since the dawn of time. Yeah, I think that's how it started that's out. That's how we all started to be here at some point, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so early in, like, American civilization, at least, and I'm sure this is, like, the same everywhere, like, and even, fuck, up 50 years ago, like, women didn't work. Right? I, yeah, well, I'd agree that, like, that was, like, Much. the idea was the, the like, dude provides. Right? American dream was dad works all day. Yeah. Provides for the family. Mom stays at home, makes all the meals, cleans the house, like Susie homemaker shit, you know? Um, and obviously we live in a much more progressive world now, which is awesome. But when mom has a baby, now not only does she take care of the house, the dinners, she has a newborn that requires a lot of assistance. Yeah, I'd agree. Now wealthy people would hire like a nanny or something like that to a help wet with nurse that. <laughs> maybe a wet nurse uh but your average joes like you and i um and most of the world hopefully the dude just kind of steps up that's what we do i'd like to believe that's what a majority of people do now yeah i mean i know i think i do jill would be able to speak to that better than me obviously but um I know you are present as a father as well. I do my best. I mean, I know that, like, being a mom in today's world, like you were saying, is hard, especially a working mom. It's it's kind of crazy. Oh, yeah, it's hard. It's, I mean, anyways. <laughs> Ooh. Sorry, that's my sneeze. Um, so, back then, you had this mom now caring for a baby who now doesn't have time to make dinner. Okay. So that was like the friends and family gesture, like, here's dinner for you guys tonight. And it was... <coughs> Sorry. Never expected that the man of the house would be making dinner. Now, you and I make dinner a lot. Yeah, dude. Cooking is one of my favorite things. I love doing it. Yeah. It, it feels me. It makes me feel kind of like uh, I'm providing a service where, like, I have this, like, look what I did. This is so right. cool because, like, it gives you that immediate satisfaction. Where, like, in my job, you don't always get that. So it's like, well, if I make this sweet ass meal, at least like I'm like, check this shit out. It tastes great. You so, know what I mean? Yeah. So it's safe to say that if these great people didn't give you food, you would just be the one making dinner every night for a while. Oh yeah, for sure. Like there, and you wouldn't like even second guess it. You'd be like, "Yep, you're you're ta-. or yeah." If she wanted to make dinner, you'd be on baby duty for however long it takes, which you know? is fine too. Yeah, like yeah. someone mm-hmm. would be available to do it. But like the customary tradition of dropping off like food and shit, 
the man never made dinner before. I think that's true. Like, I, I, I was joking with um, one of our relatives, and um, they're both very, very smart individuals. They're both engineers for very big companies that we both know. And uh, we kind of joked that when the husband is away for work, doesn't really change much of the dynamic. Like the mom still makes dinner. Oh gets yeah. Kids, gets kids to school, all that shit. And I was like, so what happens when you go for work? Cause she travels too. And she like kind of laughed and the kids are like, it's pizza night. <laughs> Every night. And then, I don't, like, we just joked. Cause I was like, it's true. Like sometimes there is that thing where the guys are like, I am not cooking. Well, and some people like there's, I guess there's no like right or wrong way to do it. But in like the, I mean, up until just in our time frame, it was never expected that it was part of, like, the husbandly duties to prepare dinner. Yeah. I, I would say it's weird that it's like that, but, yeah, I, I'd agree. And it's not, I hope it's not like that anymore. I mean, I'm sure in some households it is, and that sucks, but. Well, like, even when I met my wife, she was like, oh, yeah, my dad expected dinner ready at this time. At this, like, at this hour, and we were eating, we all had to sit down at this table, and we talked about these things. Here were the rules while you're at the table, and I was like, yeah, uh, we're not doing that. I had friends like that, but that was not how my house was. No, dude, we ate, we ate dinner at the TV, <laughs> honestly. We ate at our uh, dining room table a lot. I mean, we had a decent-sized family. There were three kids and my parents, so it's a family of five. We would eat in front of the TV from time to time, but like we were at the dining room table, but it was, you never knew who was making dinner. It, whoever made dinner that night was the person who didn't work that night. That's true. That's true. Like who has the time? So like if my mom was home, she made dinner. Yep. If my mom was at work and my dad was home, he made dinner. If they were both at work, my sister made mac and cheese, corn dogs, or fucking chicken nuggets. Which also awesome. Which are all staples in my house today. So, I mean, all uh, delicious. Um, anyways, that's that's where the food delivery came from. I think I I made this all up. No, but I would say that's right. And I think it's also like, it kind of like does date to that. And I know that like, I'm super happy. The customary tradition still around, by the way. Yeah. I'm a big fan of it. I I do think there is like a religious thing too. Where, like, there used to be that whole, like, it takes a village to raise a baby. Like, remember that saying, oh, like, so it takes like a village. Oh, so it's, like, symbolic of that. Yeah, like, it's almost, like, symbolic of, like, saying, like, hey, one of one of our good friends just had a baby. Let's, let's do for her. Yeah, let's do for them what was done for us. And yeah. And you kind of just, like, you know, it's uh, that whole, what's it called? Um, pay it forward. You know? Because yeah. a, a lot of times um, I have noticed that people that have, like, been so crazy generous to us, like, with, like, bringing meals that, like... You know, at five thirty at night, and we moved to the country. We don't live close, right? And I'm like, this is like a lot of food. It's like some like older ladies sometimes, and I'm like, wow, that was really wild. Like so nice yeah. of her to drive number one, drive all the way out here when it's getting a little like late, and a ton of food that they, and it's all homemade stuff. It's never like, you know, here's a Papa John's baby. It's always like. We made you this chicken with this, or okay. we made you this casserole with, and it's always like a full appetizer, a full meal, a full dessert. Like, let's fast forward a little drinks. bit. Drinks, time wise. It's crazy. Say 30, 40 years. 
Yeah, I hope I hope this thing sticks. I think the tradition will still stick, but it's gonna be fucking someone just going on their phone and del- like ordering Uber Eats or some yeah. weird service that delivers through drone and all that shit yep. is just gonna drop food off on your porch, and there's gonna be some like robotic message saying, "Hey Henry, congrats on the new kid." I Here's think you're right. Your fucking Taco Johns. Here's your potato lays. Yeah, hope you like it. Um, also, I'd be fine with potato lays. That's fine. I can get down on some lays. Yeah, dude. I'm a big fan of lays. If you get the nacho cheese with it, mm. yeah, dude. Um, but no, I think you're right. Um, I do think that like Christina and I have slacked though, because I realized like, man, I was like, man, we should have done this. We just didn't ever like think about it. I think that's one of the things too. Is like maybe it's our generation. What do you mean by that? Like you didn't think about doing that for someone else. Yeah, like we've done it before, okay. like as as like you brought me a lasagna. We're the yeah. same age, but like that's not the first thought that comes to our mind. Our first thought is like, oh, we should go get, you know, they're gonna need the essentials. We're gonna need like newborn diapers and stuff like that. I, I never think about like being like, oh, you know what? They probably just want just a meal that they can just, you know, sit down, not just stress about getting food. Yeah, it's. That's the mentality. Like, we think, like, money-wise, like, what do they need to, like, alleviate them versus what do we need to let them spend time together? That's what it's all about. Yeah, two two way different mindsets, I feel like, that are going now. Does that make sense? I feel you. Okay. I was like, maybe I'm just talking nope, like a crazy man it. on Cinco de Mayo. You're good. You know. You know. Dude, I think that that was pretty solid. We talked... I was not expecting us to talk about foster parents, and I'm oh, yeah, super, super happy we did. Dude, I hope someone reaches out because that would be really cool. And we didn't really give much advice on this one. We sought some input, and we hope that you guys You know what? In, I but... think this is more like a seeking advice one. Yeah. I'm looking for advice. And if someone knows where the like tradition of delivering food actually originated from, oh, I I'd... also want to hear that, too, because I made 100% of that up on the spot. I think you're right. I want to be. I want to find out where it came from. And now that we know the future, maybe we can monetize this thing. You know, we'll start a an app that's like, "Hey, bro, look at this greedy fucker just trying to get some money." And and what we'll do is we'll we'll basically find out all these, you know, registered due dates, and we'll be like, "Hey, you know what we can do for you? Fourteen meals in fourteen fourteen days. What up, baby?" And then people can just. So like HelloFresh or Freshly? I don't know, or... man. No, no, because you have to cook HelloFresh. I want them What's to be... The, Freshly is the one where it's just popper in the microwave and you're good. That's a thing? Yeah, they're like really oh, high-end TV dinners. Fuck. That, that sounds terrible. They I don't, I don't really even want microwave. Good. I want it to be fresh. I want it to literally come out of like, you know, the be Pizza delivered Hut. hot? The, yeah, the Pizza Hut steamer bag where you fucking bring it out and it's like a full like casserole with you know an, like a peach cobbler and you know maybe an appetizer with like garlic bread or something to get you started maybe maybe some salad All in some like 1970s corning ware yeah and i want that i want that that's the dream okay that's a great dream thank you dude i i don't know man it, it doesn't matter at the end of the day we're but just a bunch of dads doing our best but who really knows dude And as always, please, dads, do not suck. And keep on deadening.